Good morning, Contrarians. Wednesday morning, April 6th, around 6.30 a.m. Happy hump day. And stock futures are dropping again a day after selling off across the board yesterday. We had tech stocks and small caps getting beat up a bit yesterday. NASDAQ and Russell 2000 down about 2.5% each, maybe a little less for the NASDAQ. And the S&P 500 gave up uh, more than 1%. Now, as of uh, this hour, we have tech once again seeing the worst of it. The NASDAQ is down 1%. Futures on the other indexes in the U.S. are down a little less, about six-tenths six of 1%. Bonds are selling off, but the yield curve has uninverted. We have the two-year yield up about five basis points to 2.56% while the 10-year is up 7 basis points to 2.63%. So that spread there has has widened again. Commodities are mostly flat across the board. WTI crude up 1.5% to trade around $103.50 a barrel. Uh, industrial metals mixed. Nickel is up 2%. The others um, up a little less or a lot less. Bitcoin, cryptos, Bitcoin is off about 3% to trade around 45,000. So today is all about the FOMC meeting minutes, the minutes from the Fed's March meeting, and those published at 2 p.m. today. And this should shed some light on the debate that's going on at the Fed in inside closed doors about monetary policy. Now, this is mostly something for Fed nerds where the whole dot plot is concerned, and that means where the various Fed officials uh, stand on interest rate policy, but it is known to move markets. And we've been hearing some hawkish commentary here from these Fed officials uh, for some time, for a week or more. And actually yesterday, it was comments by Fed Governor Lael Brainerd that led to the sell-off. So... And, and she was thought to be more of a dove. Remember when, when it was mentioned that she could replace Powell, it was talked about how she was even more dovish than Powell. But, um, she said the Fed could start reducing the balance sheet as soon as next month and that at a rapid pace. And she also said that interest rate hikes could come in more aggressively than the market is anticipating. She didn't say that, but, um, basically that's what the message was. And so we'll find out now with the release of these minutes this afternoon if the comments, the public comments from Fed officials are consistent with what they were saying behind closed doors, mostly closed doors. I assume there are times when they can shift to being off the record there at this meeting and shut off the recorders and not get them the 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 comments on the official minutes. But nevertheless... This is what people will be looking for today, and signs of inconsistency could give investors reason to believe that all the hawkish talk that we've been hearing is part of what the Victorians referred to as a parlor game, which is basically just a way of saying that public officials say one thing in public and another thing in private. So we'll have to see. Now, one would expect that if that information does come in, and it turns out that the Fed is just all talk in public, uh, that we could have a relief rally. Or maybe, possibly, that the minutes will reveal an even more hawkish commentary. 
than was previously believed. And that would presumably sell to lead to selling of risk assets. But either way, it's impressive here. You have to be impressed with how these well-timed comments by the Fed, by Fed officials, have put the fear of God or of something back into markets. And the amazing thing is that this isn't even about Fed policy per se. We've known for some time that the Fed is turning more hawkish and raising interest rates. They did so at their last meeting. We've also known for some time that they're going to run off the balance sheet. But so this is really more about the speed and the intensity of those movements. And if they're talking now about running off the balance sheet quickly in May, starting in in next month, then that is um, more than what was expected. And more importantly, if they start raising interest rates by uh, larger increments than a quarter of a percent to combat inflation, that will also be something that could upend this whole economic expansion here. So we'll just have to see how exactly how serious they are about fighting inflation. Of course, the CPI numbers and the official inflation numbers, other inflation numbers, as those come in, um, those could remove some of the pressure on them. So we also have Yellen testimony today. Uh, Janet Yellen, Treasury Secretary, she's testifying as part of the annual testimony of the Secretary of the T- Treasury. That starts at 10 o'clock. She, too, has been known to spook markets with her comments, but that could also be part of this elaborate parlor game that we mentioned. The bottom line. Well, right now, the market seems to be taking the Fed's word that it will be aggressive in hiking interest rates and unwinding the balance sheet. And you can look to the bond market as proof of this. Um, the yield curve is no longer inverted, but yields are well higher. That means bonds have been selling off pretty dramatically over the last month, actually over the all year and going into last year. And this is despite the fact that a Powell-led Fed has reversed course on this stuff before. You'll remember in late 2018, they were on interest rate hiking. They were hiking interest rates, had been, and reversed course when the market went against them. But who knows? I mean, regardless of Fed statements now, what's happened here is Real interest rates, when it comes to mortgage rates, have increased dramatically. Just yesterday, they crossed the 5% threshold for a 30-year fixed-rate mortgage. So that, one would think, could will eventually crimp demand for new homes. Once that happens, it's kind of hard to see how the economic expansion can continue. But who knows? And, of course, the timing of that, when and how that all happens, is, is very much open to debate. Finally, though... Worth pointing out that we had, right now we're looking at a second straight day of selling in bonds and in stocks. And that type of thing just rarely happens, uh, it rarely happens, but when it does, it doesn't persist for very long. A couple days, maybe a week at most. Um, although I can't remember the last time it went a whole week. So this would be day two. Maybe after another couple day or two of this, one would think that it would be done. And at some point, investors have to put money to work, whether that's in the relative safety of bond markets or the riskier assets in stocks. So that's where we are today, this Wednesday. Thank you for supporting the podcast. Thank you for listening. I'm feeling better. Thank you very much. Although you can tell my voice is still off a little bit, but who cares about me? As for yourself, well, let me know what's going on. Um, you can reply to the email you have received or send comments to contrarianpod at gmail.com. You can also use the comments feature on the Substack website. And that's what we got today. Thank you for listening. Thank you for supporting the podcast. With that, I 
Look forward to speaking to you again tomorrow. Bye.